And good morning. Welcome to Things You Might Have Heard for today. And we're going to give you in a few moments some things you might not have heard, some things you may have heard. These are the top stories as vetted by you. Information, politics, current events, and pop culture. So grab on, hang on. We're going to have a great show today. We're pretty sure we're going to do that. I want to thank a very special thanks to my good friend, um, uh, Big O from the In the Black podcast, who had me on their podcast last night. So I'm a bit of a, um, so I'm a little bit jet lagged, if you will, uh, late night for me to get up, stay up a little late and do that. So I'm glad to have him be a part of that thing. And hopefully everything's working out well. Settings aren't all whacked out. Things going on. If they are, just let me know. We'll try to fix it. Otherwise, We'll try to fix it in post because we like with that. So the best stories that we could find, well, we find stories all day long. And you told me what stories were most conversational by following us on our feeds. And you were going to get to those in a moment. Eight, the top 15 by engagement over the past 30 hours. And you get a chance to do that. We'll go deeper into detail on how the feeds work. Make sure you stop by our website. This is a conversation project.com for more details on us and what we're doing all the time. And so we save less time chattering here more time doing new stuff and fun stuff and going from there. So let's get into the headlines for today as vetted by you, created by me. As I said, today happens to be Thursday, June the 1st, 2021. We are into month number six. So five months down, six months almost through, almost halfway through the year. Congratulations for making it this far. But we got a long ways to go. Today in our eight stories to go, starting off with Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson been found guilty of two counts of rape in retrial faces up to 30 years in prison. What does that mean for us? Well, not all that much, to be honest. It just means that um, Danny Masterson is going to be gone, gone away for a while, uh, essentially, when we see him actually uh, face his trial. What it means for Scientology, essentially, what sort of got him into this thing, is that Scientology may not actually help people as much as we think they do and it may not actually save people's lives who are famous of course many other famous person gets sucked into the world of scientology and they get taken care of danny masterson and his ordeal seems to be more of an offshoot of essentially somebody's got to pay the price now there's a whole lot of shady in behind the scenes things going on with the you know, whole um, Scientology thing right now and this is not even going into the fact that you know it's probably not a real religion because it's not a real religion, but uh, there's a whole lot going on with how they work, how things work, how they have to manage a you know a bunch of Hollywood and famous folks, and how people who are just the you know the, the peons in the facilities literally are like peons in the facilities. We'll see more about this one coming through when we get to a actual sentencing. But Danny Masterson has been found guilty of two counts of rape. This is a, in a retrial. This is a retrial from various trials going forward. Let's do something a bit more positive. Tom Holland Spider-Man 4 gets promising update from Sony amid writer strike. Now, everybody is jonesing for Tom Holland to get back into Spider-Man's spider suit for a new version, a updated version, if you will, after the reboot of the reboot, <laughs> uh, after um, 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 No Way Home. Uh, where he has uh, essentially erased his memory from the world, even though he seems to pop up in memories of various characters in other places. Uh, one issue they thought was Zendaya was not going to be a part of the movie because she seemed to have moved on. Apparently she will be in the movie. And the other issue is you can't write a movie without writers. And the writer's strike is on right now. So right now, you can't really write the script to... Uh, the, the, the treatment, but that doesn't mean the plot can't be put down a little bit, bits piece are there and it can't be ready for production once things get through. So as soon as the writer's track is done, 
Apparently big work going into uh, display for Spider-Man 4. We are good to hear about that. Sticking with Disney, more or less, this is uh, something that a lot of people are dealing with. And they like dealing with because sad feelings. But sometimes it's time to move on. Tiana's Bayou Adventure is coming in because Splash Mountain has officially been closed at Disney. Officially, last rides were yesterday, I believe, not uh, on Tuesday. Uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure is a retelling, redoing, and a love letter to New Orleans, teaching guests uh, that if they do their best each and every day, good things will come their way. Uh, starring uh, The movie star Anika Noni Rose, and of course, she reprised the role as Miss Tiana in the voice of the Disneyland Park and Magic Kingdom Park uh, attractions. However... What's going away is not so much Splash Mountain. The, the ride is still there. You're still riding along and all the stuff happened there. It's the visuals that are going wrong because what they're doing is eliminating the images from the 1946 song, uh, so, so, uh, 1946 animated film Song of the South, which is the problem. Um, song of the South is controversial because it has the whole magic negro thing going around it where a black man singing songs to white children and telling stories that are kind of racist because they're kind of racist and so even though people love the the iconic uh, ride the visuals are kind of racist that's what's going away the ride's not going away they put new stuff in there and of course people are freaking out because tiana is not brer rabbit on purpose Let's move on to the next story we have for this morning. This one headline reads, I guess it's this positive. Love Island contestants to record self-descriptions for blind and partially sighted audience because inclusiveness is what it's all about today. Um, the ITV2 latest series of Love Island, this is the one that's overseas, uh, is doing more self-descriptions and audio descriptions uh, inside of the villa where people are doing the love on the island. Why? Uh, they can add more subtitles to things, which are always you know a thing. People are reading subtitles and more things uh, like Netflix just because. And you can have more things for people who are visually impaired to uh, skit descriptions of blind commentary of what people, what's uh, going on, specifically what they look like. So if you can't figure out that the people on shows like Love Island are, you know, goddess-like beautiful, then you're going to get more insight from them telling you that they're God is like beautiful in the descriptions, audio cues inside the show. Let's call it progress. It's not the AI taking over the world, but it's, it is what it is. Story number four for the morning, UFOs. Yes. And if NASA's UFO task force holds first public meeting ahead of final report. This has been big, big news for a few years as NASA opened up an actual office to deal with the public as there are so many calls from essentially people in the know inside of the services and inside of the, um, the government who had ideas and had thoughts and have seen uh, UFOs or UPIs, uh, uh, UAPs as they call them, but, you know, couldn't talk about them because of classification. Now they're declassifying a lot of things. They're showing a lot of things to the public. And it's not just, you know, holding, holding on to technology at Area 51. The head of the agency held its first public hearing meeting happening on Wednesday, yesterday, with a panel of experts, including 16 scientists and other experts selected by NASA to look at unclassified information on the subject and how much more is needed to understand what's going on in the sky. Yes, UFOs apparently are real, or UAPs as they call them, unidentified aerial phenomena, and the government is admitting to it. They're not admitting to much, but admitting to it. So UFO watchers and lovers from miles and miles and years and years away, take note, a final report is coming, 
and people are holding public hearings so we can see what's going on, for the most part. What we don't see what's going on is stuff in the background at Amazon. And Amazon workers are planning on walking out because of a lack of trust in leadership. That being Jeff Bezos all the way down to the guys on the floor. Approximately 2,000 Amazon employees worldwide. That's, a, that's not a lot. But they staged a workout on Wednesday in a protest for the company's recent return to office mandate. Also layoffs. And its environmental record. A lot of things to not be happy about. The walkout was organized in part by Amazon employees for climate justice. That's a group of Amazon employees who are care about climate justice. So they're not necessarily a union and organized, but they organized a walkout across the world, if you will. 2,000 of them stepped out. The Amazon workers gathered on a grassy lawn and held up signs with messages like Amazon strives harder, Amazon strive harder, and Earth's best employer, question mark, Stop the PR and listen to us. Amazon employers held a walkout on May 31st, 2023 in Seattle, Washington to demand a say in the company's important decisions. The company estimated that about 300 employees participated in the walkout at that spot particularly. Will this help Earth's best employer? Will this help the people who work for Earth's best employer? Will this stop calling it Earth's best employer? Uh, we shall see on this one. This is not a full walkout or any type of strike. This is just a few people, a few numbers getting some attention. They've got our attention. What they do with it going forward is the question. Let's move on to the next story. And it is a big one, big scoop that people got into. Everybody chatting up this one right now. Sex and the city, say its name proper. Shocker with Kim Cattrall to return as Samantha Jones with, and just like that, cameo. Samantha Jones, i.e. Kim Cattrall, is coming back for season two of the reboot of Sex and the City. And just like that. Now, she had made an appearance in theory where she was texting or emailing back and forth uh, with the characters in the first season and, and had a message saying, hey, we should get together sometime. This upcoming season, she apparently filmed a secret uh, scene where it's her on camera uh, in a garage someplace in New York City. Uh, she is not being seen with the cast and we won't even know if she's going to be seen cut interspice with the cast. But her likeness, her voice, and her pictures were recorded in a private setting for this upcoming season. One episode, one scene in one episode, where she pops back in uh, for the return of the sexy Samantha Jones in Sex in the City. And just like that, we'll see how this plays out in a little bit. Actually, I won't because I don't have Max, so I won't actually see this one. Something I think I will see. I don't think we can unsee this, is the story we teased yesterday that made it into the range, and we pulled it as one of the stories to talk about today. Deeper in detail, and this is one story that we actually talked about last night when I taped the a podcast review, so I'll talk more about that when we do this stuff about you know us and the Conversation Project. Al Pacino, 82, is expected to, to expecting a baby with girlfriend Nora Alfala. So take a moment to you know digest that, take that in. Feel those words rush over you. Al Pacino is 82 years old and he's having a baby, or his girlfriend's having a baby, uh, Nora Alfala. Nora Alfala, um, this article here does not have her age, but trust me, she's a lot younger than Al Pacino. Now, when we posted this yesterday, I was saying, and we did this a few months ago, a few, uh, thought a few weeks ago. No, that was when Robert De Niro was expecting a baby with his young girlfriend. De Niro in his late 70s expecting a baby with his girlfriend, Coming up, 
Um, these two, being um, Noor Alfal and uh, um, Pacino, have been romantically linked since April of 2022. So been together for a while. So congratulations on them. A lot of conversation we had last night went to the fact that, you know, Al Pacino, who is 82, is not dating the Jane Fondas and the Lily Tomlins of the world, who are also 82. They're dating. They're pulling the young women. And no problem with that. You can do that. And they're having babies, which, hey, if they can make that happen, make that happen. The biggest issue is, you know, how does this affect all his older children who are probably older than his girlfriend? And how does this affect this baby who would, by by high school graduation, Pacino would be literally kicking 100 years old and pushing it to make it that far to see that child to graduation, let alone walk down the aisle at a wedding. What quality of life is that for not having a dad? Well, when your dad's Al Pacino and everybody's going to look after you for the rest of your life, probably not so bad, but it is how it works in those cases. I don't know. I'm not 83 years old and I'm not having a baby with a 20, with a 20 year old either. So I can't answer how it really feels, but I can tell you from this end, you know, Hey, can't knock it. Let's talk about our teaser story for today which is for tomorrow technically so if this is a new story you want to chat up tomorrow you simply go to our feeds on facebook and twitter facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation when you see this story which i believe has already been posted we post things ahead all the time to get things going we post a new news story a new news story headline every 50 minutes or so on these feeds you just go to your feeds and you're checking out the stuff and like the stories or hate the stories. Just engage in the stories. You can share them. You can do the little mean face. You can do the gasping face. You can read them, which is what you really should do. And as these stories come through, the more engagement a story gets, more impressions, more people see it, better chance of us talking about it tomorrow. We will take the top 15 stories of the engagement for tomorrow and pick eight of them like we did today. This is one that's popping up late breaking news last night. We're getting it in now because of the things we posted out there. Trump captured on tape talking about classified document he kept uh, uh, after leaving the White House. The basics of this is apparently Trump is on recording talking about a document that has something to do with attacking Iran that he was telling people he couldn't show it because, you know, it's classified. I got this thing back in the office. It's classified. I'd like to show it to you. But, you know, you know, the classification, whatever, even though he says he can classify what he wants to just by putting in his mind and mind melding with the paper and it, poof, it comes declassified. So this has a big issue for his court case for all the stuff that he has that's not classified that he kept. We'll see how this plays out. We'll go deeper into detail as more people break this story down. This is a CNN exclusive, if you will. But uh, we'll still more in detail into detail as other outlets break it down over the day if you choose this to be one that we talk about. Remember, follow us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and you make that happen. Follow us at our website for thisisaconversationproject.com slash sponsors and visit some of our sponsors to help keep this thing going because the news that we presented a moment ago you know, it's, it's more or less free if you go spending all day looking for it, but we gather it for you. We give you some analysis. We give you a place to gather it and see it. So we need some help to do that. And we want to help you in the process. I want you to stop by this sponsor. This is one of a very, a very fun sponsor we have called Hostage Tape. This is conversationproject.com slash hostage tape is their home on the web. And you can get better breathing by hostage tape. It is mouth tape. It is a mesh tape that you put over your mouth and keeps your mouth closed. Pretty simple, but it helps you with your breathing so that you can breathe through your nose. If you're not breathing through your mouth, your mouth's not open, 
you can hear me because as I said, you can't breathe through your nose. I can't through my voice or that might, might have looked a little better. You can't breathe through your nose or you can't breathe through your mouth before you breathe through your nose for further breathing. You see the picture here of the guy with it on. He's this video that's in the background has him running. Uh, this is being used and being advertised for people who have sleep issues because maybe you don't need a sleep machine, but you need to keep your mouth closed to keep yourself from snoring, keep your, your breathing regulated. Try this. It could save your marriage. It could save your life with your breathing. Check it out at this is the conversation project.com slash hostage tape. This is the conversation project.com slash hostage tape. Check them out. And when you check them out, they help check us out. They give us a little bit as this is an affiliate link for what is there. Now, let's talk quickly about us again and some fun things that we did. Last night we were on, I was on the In the Black podcast. It will be coming out um friday more or less uh, they they taped it today early to, to, to work on some stuff because they're doing some, some things going on but it will come out um friday into the weekend and i'll give you links to that see going forward my good friends from in the black podcast uh, a podcast that i've been associated with for quite some time um got together and it was it was you know kind of a new crew it's kind of new things to bring on more guests and it was a fun show last night like i said we talked about the al Pacino having a baby thing which is a big thing we talked about chick-fil-a and they're hiring a DEI um, um, uh, vice president and how people are freaking out, not because of who they hired, but because they hired a person to do DEI. And we talked about a lot of things that are you know, entrepreneurial and, and culture stuff and just community stuff. It was a very good show. Uh, shout out to uh, Jay Scott, who I met last night and Big O, of course, taking care of stuff. Miss seeing the regular crew there. But we'll give you details on that and stuff like that and probably link to that inside of our own feeds on the website. In the meantime, we do provide five days a week this thing called Things You Might Have Heard, and we are giving that to you via the videos and the audios. We are also providing for you uh, on the weekends the uh, weekend wrap-up, which is the top 10 stories, plus some things almost quite there uh, that were just purely by the numbers. Things that the numbers said were top 10 without me doing any manipulating. And I take one of those stories that whatever may have will be in my bonnet for the weekend and go deeper into that one for some commentary. Well, 15, 20 minutes of yakking on that one. You can see all those things and other things we have at our website. This is the conversationproject.com. If you think what we're doing, what we're providing is pretty good stuff, we are going to ask you to help us out a little bit. Go to the sponsorships page and you can help us out by visiting any of our sponsors. When you buy from them, we get a little back as a affiliate. Go to the partnerships page and directly help us fund things. That's, you know, we have to ask if um, with your help and your support, your uh help stay viable and there'll be plenty of great things to come as we get more people there there we want to get some some serious manpower behind what we're doing here i can't hire the people i need to for the full-time basis because we are a very bare bones operation and the people can only give what they can give if they have to worry about you know making rent so what you can prevent what you can provide to us helps us going forward we thank you in advance. We love you so much. And the most important thing you can do, as the scroll says, if you're watching the video, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and engage in the stories because that gives us something to do, make this thing more interesting and gives us more things to push out to the peeps. Now that we've done all the promotions, let's have some fun. Yes. As we've said, this is the sixth month of the year, so we're not quite halfway through yet, but at the end of this, we'll be two quarters in, one half in, and of course, preparing for Christmas in July. But for June 1st, the birthdays on today, we give hups to the voice of God, the literal voice of God, or the, the 
you know, actual you know, movie voice of God, also one of our for former black presidents, Morgan Freeman turning 86 years old on the day. Morgan Freeman, also an older guy who tends to date younger women and nobody's fight him on that one. Brian Cox, who you may know from a little show called Secession, uh, he's dead in the show and the show is, you know, now, um, you know, it's over because it is. But he made a big, a big splash over the last couple of years in that show, and people are still talking about it. I've got to catch up on it, but like I said, no HBO, no Max. We'll see when that happens. Seventy-seven years old on the day for Brian Cox, and as you know, the Wesley Willis project would tell you, Alanis Morissette, super crazy hubby lover to the max, is forty-nine years old today. Happy birthday to the ironic singer, the originally a Canadian young teen pop star, more or less in the vein of Tiffany, and then comes to um, a I don't know epiphany and becomes the iconic and um, just sort of angry young woman who many Canadians confused because they she used to be the you know Tiffany like pop star. Lannis Morissette, definitely not that. She also played God too. Oddly enough, two gods in one. Um, birthday day, and one guy who thought he was God, that being Brian Cox, from um, a TV show. Somehow, that worked out. Isn't that ironic? Don't you think? Just came up with that, just, just now. Let's go to Today in History. On the first day of June, way back in 1925, baseball Hall of Famer Lou Gehrig began his streak. Day one of the streak, 2,130 consecutive games, began when he pinch hit for shortstop Pee Wee Wanger. Um, who was a pretty big deal back then. But this was the first day of him not missing a day of baseball in 2,130 games. Of course, we talked about this a few weeks ago when he ended the streak. It was kind of like, you know what? Why don't you hit for me, kid? kid? And that was it. Um, of course, that was the last time you played baseball because he basically was breaking down from what we would later call Lou Gehrig's disease. In 1980, CNN made its debut with the voice of James Earl Jones, another almost voice of God, Darth Vader close enough, and CNN still kicking it today. It still survives in some semblance of its form. Now, it's trying to be reborn like a phoenix, if you will, under the guidance of a man named Chris Licht, who get, get guided a lot of different news organizations to new stuff. His stuff this time, not quite working, but I still watch it, which means absolutely nothing, which is probably the problem with CNN right now. And in 2007, hopefully you remember this one, assistant suicide advocate Jack Kevorkian walked out of a Michigan prison where he spent eight years for ending the life of a man suffering from, what do you know, Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, assisted suicide was a really big hot topic back in the early 2000s, actually from prior to that, from, from the late 90s going into that, uh, where many places were doing what they could to legalize or illegalize, not exactly the right form of the, of the word, uh, the, the, the activity, essentially letting people die with dignity, letting people go versus the whole thought process that suicide is, is wrong and murder is wrong. Is this something that, that we've resolved? Obviously not, as we're dealing with the same sort of issue in the abortion cases. No one's really talking much about um, assisted suicides because those have basically been legislated at this point. But now we're legislating uh, 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 abortions as whether they are a medical procedure or just flat-out murder. This is not the forum at this moment for that conversation, but we can have that conversation offline. Email me if you want to go on those specifics. Today on June 1st is Dinosaur Day. Now, this is a cool one because there's actually two official Dinosaur Days because dinosaurs are freaking awesome and they should get two days. So we're shouting out Dinosaur Day. This is going out to my good friend um, Amber 
and her kid who um, loves dinosaurs. So because it's Dinosaur Day, we're shouting out Amber. So Amber, hopefully you and the kid are enjoying a great day of rawr, 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 uh, having fun. I know he just had a birthday, and I think he had a dinosaur cake for his birthday. So congratulations for making another Dinosaur Day, even though there's two of them in the year, which seems kind of cool. Two Dinosaur Days, this is one of them. So enjoy your Dinosaur Day. Celebrate your Dinosaur Day. And one more thing you might not have heard. If one employer gave you a moral day off, let's redo that because we're going to cut that out because I don't know what happened. One more thing you might not have heard. If your employer gave you a moral day off with pay, you're one of the lucky ones. The United States is only the only developed country out of 21 that doesn't guarantee its workers either paid vacation or holidays. European countries establish legal rights to at least 20 days of paid vacation a year with legal requirements of 25 and even 30 or more days in some countries. Australia and New Zealand both require employers to grant at least 20 vacation days per year. Canada and Japan mandate at least 10 paid days off. That's basically what we have here if you get that. The gap between paid time off in the United States and the rest of the world is even larger if you include legally mandated paid holidays where the United States offers none. Most of the rest of the world's rich countries offer at least six paid holidays per year. The U.S. has the fewest paid leave days and the second lowest number of paid vacation days in the world. We're just going to leave you with that. Today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023. Thank you for being along with us for the ride today for this edition of Things You Might Have Heard. Thank you for being a part of the family, joining us for all the things we do for all the eyeballs that have popped up in a live recording. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this as a video or as an audio recording or the video replay, uh, put your name in the comments. Let me know who you are, where you are, what's going on. So we can shout you guys up as well. you you are, trust me, just as important as live viewers. And you know, maybe you have something better to do at five, 10, five 50 in the morning, central time. Understandable. That is all great. In the meantime, we are prepping for another full day of this stuff. Uh, there's a full day of posting news stories every 50 minutes on our feed so that you guys can engage with them all day long and tell me at 5.50 in the morning, uh, Friday morning, what uh, eight stories we're going to chit-chat about. Just that simple. Make sure you are staying hydrated, staying limber, and staying on task for all the grand things you want to do, including, you know, the feeds and doing the, the work for me for picking stories. And just enjoy your day. Dinosaur Day is awesome. There's that. But just enjoy your day. Uh, there's a lot of people, not to get too uh, cliche and drier at the end of the, the thing, but people, a lot of people hadn't made it this far. Some people didn't make it past yesterday. So enjoy the fact that you have today to to, to celebrate, to live on, and do something kind of cool for the day. That's it. That's your homework. Do something kind of cool. You know, no scale. Something kind of cool. And it, that just means eating ice cubes. Ice cubes are cool. There you go. I am done for the day. I'm rambling at the moment. Let's get out of here for uh, that positive note and prep for another day of new stuff. One more day for the week, and then we have all the weekend stuff, and it'll just, just what it is. Thank you for being with us. Let's see you tomorrow.